that was my next question here. Like, should you, should you trademark your NFT regardless of you know what the team is um, mm. doing? So some NFTs don't allow you to to trademark because you don't own it. What you own is the token itself, but you don't own the art. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Girl in the Verse, the video podcast. Today we are joined by Nicole LaFosse. She's a crypto lawyer for businesses looking to take advantage of the opportunities presented by this new technology. Now today we're going to chat all things IP rights and digital ownership. Now I know I have a ton of questions, but I've also reached out to my community on Twitter and Instagram asking my community to ask us questions today. So today we're going to answer the community's questions, everything that has to do with IP rights. Nicole, thank you so much for joining us today. Glad to be here. What's coming top of mind, Board Ape Yacht Club, NFT, right? Let's say you own a BAYC that is under the Yuga Labs brand. Okay, yeah. The NFT holder supposedly has the IP rights, but is that true or do they not really? How does that work? Well, uh, according to terms of services of Bayek, uh, they don't have the IP rights themselves. However, there is a current registration pending for their trademarks. Um, but that said, if you own one of their NFTs, they are allowing everybody to hold the IP rights for themselves and commercialize it. It doesn't say anything about the terms of services. They don't say anything about how much or to what extent can you commercialize it. So a fair interpretation would be you're free to commercialize it however you want. You can also register your own um, NFT on, you know, just trademark it or have your own IP right. Now, I don't, a lot of people have been doing this, but I'm not sure to what extent will buy a pushback because they are also fighting in court right now with another, with another person who's running a project that looks a lot like their project. They're called RR Bayek, RR slash Bayek. And it looks exactly like their own project. So there's there's a lot of room for confusion. There's a fight for the IP rights. Who owns it? Bayek gave them away. The court is in the middle of like, okay, how do we take this? And But, you know, in a nutshell, you should be able to register this IP for your individual NFTs that you own. Yeah, and, I, and I'm assuming too, like depending on the NFT project, Right. Like you, you just mentioned terms of services. So you have to go in and read that up. It's not the same for everyone. No, 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 not absolutely not. Every project is the owner of their own castle. They can tell you how they want those rights to be uh, distributed up to what extent. Are they giving you a license? Are they giving you an IP right? Can you commercialize it? Can you use it and for what purposes? So for the most part, if you want to buy an NFT and you're buying it for the purpose of commercializing it, making it your brand, your your image for your for your business, make sure that you're buying something that allows you to do that. It allows you to own the IP. It allows you to commercialize it, to monetize, to tokenize that. And if you don't, if you don't have these rights, then tough out of luck. You you made you made a bad purchase because it's it's not gonna help you 
run your business. That was my next question here. Like, should you, should you trademark your NFT regardless of, you know, what the team is um, mm. doing? So some NFTs don't allow you to, to trademark because you don't own it. What you own is the token itself, but you don't own the art. So it has two layers. One layer is the token, which is embedded within the blockchain. And then you have the art on top of it. The art has rights of its own. It has intellectual property rights. It has copyrights. And the fact that you can trademark it or not depends on whether you have or not those rights granted to you by the simple fact of purchasing the NFT. You purchase the NFT, you own the token, not the art. Okay, so why are some IP rights protected by the creators and others are given away? I, I'm just thinking about Gary V, right? Yeah. He's, he's launched V Friends. He says, these are his drawings. These are his characters. Like, uh, you know, although like we have so many people, right? V Friends community, they're, they're fans of the art and they're like, I, I own, you know, um, I don't know, give me a, a, a tremendous tiger. I own a helpful hippo. Uh, but in reality, it's it's Gary V's. Exactly. And actually, I have Gary V's uh, terms of services right here. Ah! Uh, I feel so nerdy, but this is what I do every day, right? <laughs> so there's a section uh, where it reads, you further agree that you're not receiving any copyright interest in the VF NFT. So that tells you a lot. It also states that you cannot commercialize it and that you do not own their IP rights. So, you know, that's, that's, that's Gary V. He wants to keep this IP because he's growing a brand out of it. He's branching out so much that his game is to expand this IP as much as possible. So if he were to give away the IP of their NFTs, of his NFTs, then this wouldn't have the same reach. Mm -hmm. He can also, he also reserves the right of making derivative projects and does not allow you to do the same if you, even if you own one of his NFTs. That was my other question here, like especially in terms of Gary V. So Gary V owns all the rights, but let's say I own a V friend, isn't that NFT mine? And maybe that's what you meant by you own, you know, like yes, part of the blockchain, you own it as a token, but not as the art. Exactly. So you buy it and what you own is the token but doesn't mean that you can commercialize the art itself. Who do you think needs to ensure of these IP rights? Like who needs, like, is it creators? Is it artists? Like who needs these IP rights? In simple layman's terms, I would say whomever has a mindset that they will grow and they will grow big. So anyone with a growth mindset who's determined to make your brand the biggest brand you could ever known, that's the person who should protect it. If you're trying it because you're just testing the waters, you're seeing how this goes, it might be not, doesn't pan out. Maybe you just drop it, didn't work for you, not interested, then don't spend the money. But if you're in there for the long term and you're really determined to making this your brand, your, your business, you're gonna profit from it, you're gonna expand, you're gonna branch out, you're gonna make so many like different stuff that will change the way we see the commerce, then definitely register it. And there's a gray area in here too, where you're testing the waters and it just happens that you hit home run. Mm -hmm. You're like, man, this really worked out. <laughs> and now you have this bunch of people 
copying your project yeah. because it's really working out. It's really being super profitable. You didn't see it coming. It happened so fast. You didn't even think about copyrights. You just started signing agreements with brands, with teams, with soccer players. And all of a sudden you realize you don't have a, an intellectual property, right? You don't have a trademark. And a lot of people who registered before you have first dips because they just registered before you. And you're the creator of this amazing brand. Wow. So that's that's the backflip. Coming into the game, not realizing that you could you could hit home run. And then you're just like running against the clock to make sure those rights are yours. That's one of the things, right? Like you said, like you're starting out, you don't really know you're diving and then boom, one day to the next, it's like, okay, everyone wants you. That's when yeah. maybe just do it first. Just even, even if it doesn't pan out, just do it right away. Exactly. It, I mean, it has a cost, but any business does, right? You have to spend a little money, invest a little bit, and you know, just allocate some of those funds to registering your IP. Do you register um, an NFT or an NFT project the same way you would register a business? Mm, you mean like government-wise, process-wise? What do you mean? Yes, like let's say you're like, okay, my business is this NFT. Is that this one NFT? Yes. Just one NFT, not a collection of NFTs. Or is it different? Yeah. How about that? Is it different that you own a collection, like you're the founder or you're yeah. an artist and you're like, I'm, I'm selling this NFT, but you know, it's, I own. Okay. If you have the, if you're an artist and you're selling independent pieces of art, what you want to register is the intellectual property of the brand, not the NFT alone, because the NFT is a representation of your brand right and then you have 10 unique pieces of art that you have been selling and maybe you're just not interested in having any ip rights because you don't want to commercialize it beyond the sale process you sell it you buy i can make more pieces that's it end of transaction and you give all the rights you don't want royalties you don't want to branch out you don't want to provide licenses anything so you're good to go but if you have a a collection of nfts that have a representation and even if you don't have a collection you just have the individual nfts that are unique on its own you still want to register it because it comes with rights attached to it like the only reason you wouldn't is if you're not interesting interested on in growing beyond the sale part is it different for let's say a founder than an artist or you're saying regardless you've got to start with registering you don't have to that's the thing like you can just wing it like <laughs> you know like doesn't mean that any that you're gonna be sued you could but it doesn't mean there's a there's a hundred percent chance that you will be now one thing that is for sure is that as soon as you start making a lot of money people start suing you they're not gonna sue you when you're starting because you don't have deep pockets and that's the thing you don't know when this will happen and it happens so damn fast on <laughs> yeah. web three it just it's amazing right it allows you to grow at a faster pace and sometimes we're just not ready to take on that fast pace because we're not used to growing now do you have any recommended resources that can help anyone prepare before speaking to you know a legal advisor or a crypto lawyer any recommended resources? Hmm. Well, I have my handful of people that I like to stalk. <laughs> um, so one of them, the first one is Gary Vee. He has a lot of really good business knowledge and, and 
and just personal knowledge when you have a bad day on business or a personal bad day and you just feel like you can't get back up. He's my go-to person. Um, then you have, uh, there's a couple of attorneys, Josh Hale, the, the NFT attorney also on, on, um, Twitter. And then I have a, another handful of attorneys that I follow on LinkedIn that I skip my mind, the names of them. What do you um, mean they, they just give out free resources online? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They give free resources like myself. I have TikTok. I have YouTube channel. I keep on like my LinkedIn is full of a lot of really good information. I really, I like your question because oftentimes my clients come to me asking me, okay, I, I first tell them like, what are your needs? Like, what is it that you need? And they tell me one thing, but when we speak, it's a whole different other thing. I'm like, I think you're saying this and that, not exactly what you're trying to portray, but mm -hmm. your idea is a different one. And they're like, yeah, what you said, that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, it, we're not we're not all in your head. We don't know all the rules. <laughs> no, and and people get frustrated because they're like, "Man, do I? I didn't know I needed all this documentation. I didn't need. I didn't know there was so much exposure, liability wise. So, like the risk behind it, the legal risk that is unseen, is is it's just not It's not readily available for everyone, and when I come across and tell them all the things that they need to have in place to protect themselves, they freak out. And I tell them, don't freak out. It's the same. You shouldn't know this because you're not an attorney. Mm -hmm. There's no reason why you should be informed of everything I'm telling you. You have a notion, but you're not an attorney. You're a creator. You're an artist. You're a developer, a coder, a gamer. That's your thing. Don't ask me to code because it's going to be crappy. That's not my thing. I understand code enough to know when someone is BSing me, but I do not code. And if I do code, it's going to be shitty. So same way, same way as if you try to put your business together and try to go into Web3, try to implement blockchain technology, and you don't have a legal assessment next to you, things are going to pan out to some point, up to some extent. But things are going to go ugly very fast as well. Mm -hmm. So of course, you know, like you said, there's obviously some free resources right now, but at the end of the day, it's always best to just go start reaching out to, um, to a lawyer. Yes. Yes. And I also like Avery's videos, Avery Aganini. Yes. She's, she's also very, very interesting to watch. Uh, NFT guide is also pretty good. One of the really good resources that I like to use, it's like encyclopedia to me, it's called coin telegraph. You have really awesome information from NFT 101 to the latest news. So check it out. I love coin telegraph too. Oh my God. It's so good yeah. and easy to read. And now Nicole and I would love to hear from you. But we want to know, you know, what was the most impactful thing today that you learned? Drop it in the comments below. As always, if you have other, you know, crypto questions that you want us to discuss in a future video, drop them in the comments below. As always, you can find me on every social media platform, Facebook, LinkedIn, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram. And I know that the best conversations are happening up in the DMs. You know, Nicole, we can also find you on social media too, right? Definitely. I'm on TikTok. I am on Instagram, LaFoss. 
underscore law and i also have a youtube channel so you can find a lot of really good resources really valuable information for you to get your feet wet and we'll be putting all the links down below thank you so much i'll see you next time